0: We all know that uh, none of us, absolutely none of us uh, got through the pandemic unscathed, whether it's, you know, your your own mental health, your own physical health, your business, your job, whatever. I mean... Um, it, it caused problems for everybody, or at least caused change for everybody. It, it wasn't uh, it wasn't an easy time. Now we're getting some information. We've talked about this before, too, uh, in terms of what's gone on with kids. And uh, we know that kids have been really adversely affected, and now we're finding out a lot of them are reporting that. So we're going to chat now with uh, Dr. Vesta Michelle Warren, who is the president of the Alberta Medical Association. Uh, Dr. Warren, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today.
1: Well, thanks very much for having me.
0: You know, uh, so going over the, the results of this survey that we're going to be talking about here, I, I was kind of surprised. I mean, uh, parents that were surveyed, two-thirds of them roughly, reported that at least one of their kids had experienced negative mental health effects over the course of the pandemic. Were you surprised by that number?
1: Uh, not really. It was, it was something that we had been seeing in clinical practice in that lots of parents were calling in with concerns about their children's mental health. I think the startling uh, thing for me was just how pervasive it was, particularly as the children got older and into so the teenage age group, it's really quite significant.
0: Um, and taking a look at what they're reporting what 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 how first of all, how old are the kids that we're talking about? It's basically anybody under eighteen was included in this.
1: That's correct. yeah, anybody over eighteen was included, and they tried to break it down into the different age groups to get a better. Uh, understanding of how they were impacted. Uh, what they found is at all ages we were seeing kids struggling, uh, including the you know the elementary age and preschool kids.
0: And so all age groups affected um, to 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 the same degree, or does it appear like some age groups were harder hit than others?
1: Definitely, the older age groups seem to be harder hit, um, and that would sort of be the teenage thirteen and up. Mm-hmm. where we really started seeing not only an increase in uh, mood disorders, body image disorders, but also uh, the acuity of the, of the disease, more suicide attempts, more presentations to the
0: emergency room, um, that sort of thing. So uh, in terms of what they're reporting, as you say, uh, is, it, is it something new? I mean, anxiety among kids, as you say, um, things like, or is there something new, or is it just an exasperation of problems that have always been there?
1: Health has always been present in all ages. It's something that our society doesn't talk about, particularly in, in the um, younger age groups. We like to, I believe, think that our kids are happy and healthy and there's but we all know that's not true. Mm-hmm. And pediatric uh, mental health has never been particularly well supported. Uh, it's a hard area, I think to work in. We don't have a large number of specialists in this area that are dedicated to children and to teenagers. And then with the COVID pandemic and the stresses that these kids went through, uh, it just exacerbated an already difficult situation because of the sheer volume we're dealing with now.
0: In terms of pinpointing a cause, and I know, again, when we're talking about mental health, there could be a million different causes, but in terms of what happened with the pandemic, are we thinking um, isolation or anxiety, worry about their own health or the health of their parents or grandparents? Do we have any idea what was sort of the driving force in this?
1: I don't think we've been able to narrow it down. It's depending on the child you're talking to. We're seeing many, many different reasons. Uh, we are seeing anxiety about becoming sick and being exposed to the virus or bringing the virus home to their to their family or to their grandparents. So we have those kids that uh, did not want to return to school, did not want to give up masking. We have those kids that really struggle with the isolation and the being at home and being away from their peers. We know, as a general rule. When you can no longer partake in those activities that help you reduce your stress, whether it's sports, whether it's socialized events, that makes it more difficult to really begin to cope. And the one thing that I think pediatricians uh, and family physicians everywhere have noticed is just the increased use of computers, iPhones, iPads throughout the pandemic. And so that exposure real time to events, not not so much happening in Alberta, but everywhere, war in Ukraine. Uh, political events in other countries and and kids own this particularly the older kids and they worry because we really are a global society and they are worrying about the world that is yet to come so they they are they're going up making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy but you know what is going to aruba all you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools relaxing white sand beaches and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great. Filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com.
0: too fast. Yeah, sure. I, I agree with you there. Um, in terms of uh, getting help for the kids, that was another thing that stood out in this study to me is a lot of parents reporting that they're really having a hard time accessing the mental health supports that they would like to and, and have available for the kids. Is that something that surprised you? I mean, are we doing a good enough job in making sure we're there to support the mental health of youth?
1: The problem is the sheer volume of the needs that we have. There's long wait lists to access help in the public health, in the public system, but there's even long waits in the, with the private psychologists and to be able to, to get these kids the help they need. The first sort of step in getting help uh, for a child is to admit to mom or dad that there's an issue, or for mom and dad to recognize something's going on and, and make that connection with a primary care provider, usually a family physician, and as we know... Uh, A lot of people have lost their family physician through this pandemic for whatever reason, Uh, so it's hard for these kids to get in and begin that initial tap to be then referred in. Now that um, the kids are back in schools, we have the the wellness workers in schools working to, again, try and meet some of that need, but again, they refer the kids on to the family physician. We do see that we've always been short of child psychiatrists, the specialists for those uh, really acute we sick kids and those numbers are even dropping further so the, the lack of resources we had pre-pandemic has just been worsened now. Mm-hmm. The Alberta government yeah, it's just it's tough to get them the help they need not only to begin that access point but then to get them into counselling because once they've been diagnosed they still need the therapy and that isn't something that is a one-time visit that happens over many, many months
0: If you are a parent and you have a young person in your house or in your life that you know has been adversely affected, is is it pediatrician? Is that where you start? What's the best way to sort of try and get the help that you think they need?
1: Uh, With your family physician is the first place uh, and easiest place to start. Uh, To get in to see a pediatrician, you need a referral from a family physician. Uh, So if you already have been connected with a pediatrician for other reasons, then absolutely the pediatrician can also be a good source of of support and and beginning that process. We have many family physicians who have been taking additional training in pediatric and teen mental health uh, as a way of trying to create a better network with the child psychiatrists in the province to reach out uh, and be available to those kids and teens uh, who need the assistance. And support. So we're working on improving access, but it's very much uh, a work in progress and it's really driven by the need right now.
0: Uh, Doctor, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, thank you. That is Dr. Vesta Michelle Warren, who is the president of the Alberta Medical Association, uh, talking about this survey, finding that a lot of Alberta kids reporting a lot of issues when it comes to their mental health.